Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, short Bible study every single day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes each day. But it keeps us in God's Word, and that helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our soul's salvation, upon our spiritual life. But it also helps us to stay strong and grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. Share these short studies with everybody you can. You know people who need to change their focus, who need to grow in their faith. You know people who need to start thinking about their relationship with God and about their soul's salvation. Share through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody change their life. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them but also a great blessing for you. Make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to go on with our line of thought and study, talking about don't let the devil win. Don't let the devil beat you. Well, we've looked at this in a rather extensive way. We looked at it first in one section, laying it all out. And then in this second part, we've been talking about how we can be proactive in not letting the devil win against us. If we lose this particular war, we lose our soul. We lose eternal life in heaven. We lose our salvation. We end up in eternal torment, condemnation in hell. This is a battle. This is a war. We want to be diligent to not lose. Now, but it's not a matter of going against uh, another team, say, in a team sport or going against another competitor in an individual sport where we have to prove that we're more powerful, that we're more skillful, that maybe we're more lucky than the other person or the other team. You know, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this is a war for our soul that God assures us we can win. God assures us that if we'll walk with him in faithfulness, in consistent obedience to his teachings, communicated to us through his word, we will win. We will beat the devil. The devil will not win. But the key is we have to be determined. We have to make up our mind. He's our deadliest enemy, our most devoted enemy, Peter portrays him like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. But then in the next verse, Peter says, we can resist him steadfast in the faith. Oh, in the faith? Living by the teachings of God's word faithfully, consistently, obediently. Now, if we will resist the devil by submitting to God, by walking with God, God will walk with us. And James tells us the devil will leave. <laughs> He'll flee, in fact, he says. James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. Unfortunately, a great many people are following the lead of the devil into sin and away from God. Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19. Well, how do we beat the devil? How do we assure ourselves? How are we, can we be guaranteed in our own mind that we will not let the devil win. We're not letting the devil win. 
in our lives. We need to focus. We need to make up our mind. Paul says, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. We need to set our mind on heaven, on God, upon Christ. We need to be focused on living by his teachings. We need to be involved in the good works that God has prepared for us to be involved in and prepared us to be able to perform. That keeps us focused. That keeps us busy in a a more spiritual focus in our lives and thereby not having idle minds and idle lives and thereby not letting the devil walk into our lives, get into our heads more. If we're busy doing good things, then we don't have, the devil doesn't have the opportunity to start really being effective in tempting us to get out of those good things. We're busy. We're focused. Our minds are occupied. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 tells us that we are God's workmanship created for good works. And in Paul's letter to Titus, several times he emphasizes that particular reality. Titus chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, chapter 3, verse 7 and 8, and again in verse 14. We need to focus on being the seasoning salt that Jesus says we're supposed to be, influencing people to come to the Lord, to their Savior. We need to be that shining light, Jesus says, that people through which people can see Christ in us, God in us, Christianity in our lifestyle. We need to teach others in some way, and maybe we can't do that as pulpit preachers, maybe we can't even do that as classroom teachers, but in some way we can help people, we can influence them, we can talk to them about their souls, about God, about Jesus, about salvation, about the gospel. Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, Mark 16, verses 15 and 16. But the power is in the word, not in us, except as we live in Christ. And have his word in us as we teach it. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, that message of salvation, for it is the power of God to salvation to all those who believe. Romans 1 and verse 16. The power is in the word. The power is in the word. Just teach it. Just talk to people about it. You can do it in a casual, common kind of way. I, I, I know of a man who was led to salvation through Jesus Christ. And he actually became a mighty gospel preacher for many years. And the fellow who led him down that pathway to that ultimate change in his life, he was simply a factory worker, worked with him in the factory for years. And he would simply talk to him now and then about God's word and about his soul, about God, about Jesus. And over years, the man learned, and he, he changed his life by being baptized into Christ. And as I said, became a mighty student of God's word and a mighty gospel preacher for many years. You see, God has equipped you to do what he wants you to do in various ways. Open your eyes and step forward and do it. Don't let the devil keep you thinking you're too busy to be an active, faithful, dedicated Christian 
involved in the good works that God has prepared for you to be involved in and prepared you to do. Don't let the devil think you're too, attempt you, convince you into thinking you're too busy. If that's the only way he can keep you away from effectiveness as a follower of God, then that's the, the course of action he'll take. But don't let him win. Don't let him convince you of that. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, Jesus has just been talking about the necessities of life. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6 and verse 33. Stay focused. Stay purposeful. Stay actively committed. 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. You know, there are people... <laughs> whole lot of people around the first of every year who decide they're going to they're gonna get in shape. They're going to lose weight. They're going to join a gym. They're going to go on a diet. And so that commitment lasts for a couple of weeks or so. <laughs> Not a whole lot longer than that, maybe a month. But you see, the daily regimen of commitment and focus and dedication to that change in lifestyle, well, you see, that's a lot like work. <laughs> and so they give it up fairly quickly. Now, there are some who stay with it, but you want to you wanna go to the gym and get fit? You can't go once every couple of months. You got to go on a regular basis, three, four, or five times a week, every week. You want to change your eating habits? You can't do that every now and then. It's got to be on a daily basis. That's commitment. That's dedication. And so what we read here in 1 Timothy 4 and verse 8, Paul isn't putting down bodily exercise. He's just, he's just trying to put it in perspective. He says it profits a little in this lifetime, in this physical existence. He says, oh, but godliness is profitable for all things. Having the promise not just of life in this world, but of life that is to come, eternal life with God in Christ and the Holy Spirit in heaven. In Hebrews chapter 12, in verse 1, the Hebrews writer, he talks about this focus and trying to keep things in the proper perspective. He says, therefore, Hebrews 12 and verse 1, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You see a runner, track and field in the Olympics, they're not wearing a big overcoat as they run around that track. They take off as much as they can. They sleek down as much as they can to do away with as much wind resistance as they can. And they run that race focused. They know they have to endure all the way to the finish line. They have to really be ready. They have to be focused, determined, not give up. Well, that's what the Hebrews writer is saying here. He's just using a physical race as a, as a comparison by way of illustration. He says, 
you know, lay aside, take off all of the temptations, you know, get rid of those, all of the worldly, you know, pursuits and everything that might keep you from being a faithful, dedicated, active Christian, a productive Christian. Lay all that aside. Get rid of the sin out of your life. Don't dabble in it anymore. Don't live in it for sure, because that will hinder you in your Christian walk. And keep your eyes on Jesus. He's waiting at the finish line of your life with your gold medal, so to speak. It's called the crown of life. It's eternal life. Eternal life with him in heaven. Be dedicated. Be dedicated to the Lord as much as you're dedicated to your job. <laughs> with a lot of people, you need to be a whole lot more dedicated to your life with the Lord than you are at your job because you're not showing as much dedication to your job as you probably need to. Be as dedicated as you are to your recreational pursuits and even more so. Don't let, don't let sports keep you out of heaven. Keep you out of the church. Keep you from walking in faithful dedication to God. Don't let the devil win. We'll finish up our study next time. Let's pray now. Father in heaven, help us to stay focused. Help us to be assured because you assure us that we can live the life of faithful Christianity with your help, your guidance, your strength, your protection. Help us to stay focused on not letting the devil win in our lives. Help us to stay focused on doing the things, the good works that you want us to do and that you have prepared us to do. Help us to win, Father, in this life so that we can be with you in eternal life in heaven. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.